Fun? It's good to see you guys. Um, you know, my name is Jeep Underwood, and uh, we're really glad that you decided to spend some time to spend time with us today. Now, uh, if you're a guest with us today, this is a pretty big day for us. We're celebrating becoming our own uh, our own independent church, and I'm really glad you're here to share that with us today. Um, like like uh, uh, Barry said, in February 2013, we launched this campus, which was a campus of the Church in the Valley in Diamond Bar. And then about a year and a half ago, as God took us on this journey that we've been on, and that we've been working really hard to just make this church go, it became clear to us that it was really, it was a, it made a lot of sense for us to become our own standalone church. And then, uh, after several months of effort, uh, in December, we were incorporated as our own legal entity. And as of January 1st, 2020, we are an independent, financially viable church on our own right. We have grown up. So I think now would be a great time just to thank God for that. Now, as I've been thinking about this day, as we've been getting close to this celebration, I've been thinking about how just uh, how much God has just really enabled this achievement to create this church. And I've also been thinking just how it's really uh, it's the beginning of what's next. That's why I really like the song we just sang. Uh, it's just the, it's the beginning of what's next as well. And it made me think of a graduation day. And I started thinking of, you know, this is really a graduation day for us. And I started thinking of when I graduated from college in uh, at Fresno State in 1992, which was many moons ago. Um, I remember sitting there in Cylindarina and listening to the president of our university speak to us. And I actually was listening some. And, uh, and he actually had some good things to say. I still remember a few of the things he said. But as I was sitting there, I was thinking in my mind, I was just kind of going over things. And I remember just, I began to look back. And I looked back and I, I remembered starting when I started Modesto Junior College with no money at all. But I had 50 bucks so I could pay the tuition fee and I went to college for a semester. And then how I dropped out um, eight, uh, th- three times for eight months each just to make money so I could go back. And eventually after seven years, which is interesting, it's been seven years that we've, <laughs> between when we launched to now, but, uh, it took me seven years to get my four-year degree. Um, uh, I, that was just, I started thinking of that and I started thinking of the difficult engineering classes I took and I started thinking like, why in the world does thermodynamics even exist? Um, I just, I just thought of all the difficult classes that I had along the way and then, there were times I just didn't know I was going to make it. And then I remember um, the, just sitting there. The second thing that kind of went through my mind, I kind of came to the present. And I thought, wow, this is a, this is a huge moment. This is a graduate. I'm graduating. And I, I just, what a milestone, what, a, what an achievement. And I was just kind of enjoying the moment. And then my mind kind of went towards the future. And I started thinking, wow, I'm graduating. And then I started thinking, whoa. I'm graduating. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I need a job. Uh, I wish I had a job. Um, and so it began to get kind of real as I was thinking about heading into the future. And, uh, what it was is at that moment in time, it was, it was actually the time for me to step into the adventure that I'd been preparing for. It was the time for me to step into the adventure that I'd been really preparing for. And so I began to do that. I still had a lot to learn. Um, about what it is to be an engineer and in my career, but I stepped into that adventure and began and began to move on from there. So today, 
today for us as a church, this is, this is a graduation day. And it's taken a lot of vision. It's taken a lot of vision and work and effort to bring us to where we are today. Uh, and we're also, we're celebrating where we're at and what God's really enabled us to accomplish so far. But also today is a launching day. You know, today it's a day, it's a launching point as we step into the future and step into the adventure that God really has laid in front of us. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to kind of look at those three different areas. Uh, this morning we're going to just look a little bit, look back at like where we've been and how we've got to this place. And I'm going to, in just a minute, I'm going to share just a video montage you guys can take a look at. And uh, both Randy and I are both going to be talking about that. And then we're, we're going to ask uh, Randy Lanthrop, who's been our senior pastor all along this journey, and for several of us, our senior pastor for more than two decades. And uh, really, I just appreciate Randy being here today. And uh, he's going to be up here. He's going to share some some thoughts for us in this moment that we're in. And then I'm going to come back up and share some things about where we're headed from here. So with that being said, I want to, I want us to just watch this. We're going to watch a video. Um, I asked uh, Robert Baum to put this together with some pictures that we had. It, it chronicles back to like 1987 when Randy started Church in the Valley Diamond Bar. And it kind of goes through our launch and then it goes up to the present day. So I'd like you just to watch this. And as you watch it, look for yourself in there. Look for people you know in there. You'll probably see some of them. In fact, there's one picture off to the side. You can barely see me, but I was actually on worship team. <laughs> People go, oh, yeah, thankfully that didn't last very long. So, so let's go ahead and, uh, let's watch, let's watch that right now. Sovereign hand. 
by friends uh, that where I grew up, and they've, they've asked me, like, why do you still live in L.A.? And, uh, you know, it's because I want to be a part of that group of people and making a difference uh, for the kingdom. That's why. Um, I want to just talk just a couple, just a few moments. I, I, I don't have much more to speak on this part, uh, but I just want to, just a couple of moments to stick in my mind as we've gone from the launch to now. One thing I one thing I really remember is just leading up to the launch, when we showed up at Mark Kepler trying to figure out how in the world do you turn a high school into a church, and uh, what kind of equipment is it going to take, um, how are we going to set up, where would we have class, just trying to figure all that out, and just the 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 fun it was to do that with a, with a group of people, and then just uh, I remember the night before our very first service, uh, probably 50 plus people showed up. We all showed up and we unpacked everything and we went and set it all up because we didn't know where it went yet. So we're, we're setting everything up the night before. So the next morning we could just go have church. And then as we were putting it away, just being really mindful of what we took down because that's how we're going to do it from now on. And it was just, uh, it was just, uh, it was just a lot of fun and just a lot of people pulling together to make that happen. And then I remember after a few months, after several months, it became clear that we really needed, really needed to have a campus pastor that would come in and run with us and really shepherd us. And uh, I remember uh, Alex and Sam Barrett deciding to sell their house where they were, come in and move in with us, and for several years shepherd us. And I, I just, just really wanted to thank you guys just for your investment. You guys are here today. I just wanted to say thank you for your investment. In To me, that was that was huge, and then you know I remember, uh, yeah, I remember just you know miscellaneous things. But I remember all the the people that have been helped since we've been here, and how many people have just joined us over time. It's just been really fun to be a part of that. Uh, I remember uh, the great flood of 2018 when uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> when the men's bathroom uh, the plumbing didn't quite hold up and. The wave began to come down this way, and we all had to go upstairs and and uh, and vacate. Um, there's been many times. There's been uh, the power outage. There's been so many you can't say of any year. Um, sometimes I'm wondering where are we going today. I don't know. <clears throat> but just just watching everyone pull together, with, you know, someone. I'm on my way with the generator. Great, thank you for thinking of that. And, but just making it happen, uh, just being a part of this team has been huge. And uh, then I remember the harvest party two years ago that went viral. And we had more than 250 people there. It was great. It was great. Um, and then, you know, since, so, so, you know, since, since I've uh, been the pastor here, I've, I've really had a front row seat to really the service and sacrifice of the folks in this congregation. I've had a front row seat to the incredible generosity and just the giving financially that this group does. And just... A front row seat just to the engagement that many people have in the ministry. 
and uh, just to how God has really gathered this group to really be his church in this community. And I'm just honored to be a part of it. And so with that, I'd like to ask Randy to come back up. And I'd like to just give him a round of applause as our senior pastor. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Tony. It is real joy to be with you. Very meaningful to me to be able to share this day with you all. Jesus said his kingdom is like a mustard seed. Uh, it always starts small, and then it grows into a large tree. That's what a mustard seed does, and that's what the kingdom does. Here's a mustard seed. If you back up one slide, should be there. Um, it's in a heart necklace, and you can see how small it is there. It's a very tiny seed. Um, and that's a obviously a Christian necklace because it has faith on it. <laughs> um, but you can see how small it is. It grows into this kind of tree. Jesus said it's the smallest of seeds, but when it has grown, it is larger than all of the garden plants and becomes a tree. It's exactly what happens. That's what he's comparing to the kingdom. God, it's God's kingdom. It always starts small and then it flourishes as people continue to walk with God, as they continue to sacrifice for the kingdom's sake. He uses his people, his church to grow it. And when it's grown, it provides a tremendous amount of shade for many, many people. Over the last 32 years, uh, I've seen how God sovereignly connects people to grow his kingdom. And many of you don't know me. I'm on the edge of tears right now. Um, but it, it's, he, he, brings us together, he forms us into groups and teams and churches to accomplish his great purpose in the world. That's that's what he does. This is how the Lord started this church. He brought people together. What we're celebrating today is the work that he does in us and among us and through us. It's been a real privilege and joy to be a part of what God's doing here. Uh, this congregation was really started when my wife Cindy and I met Neil Melinda Walker. This is what I do. So if you're, so half the group maybe knows me and they know this about me, but half the group maybe not. I'm really grateful that you're here. And if you don't know me, I'm just pumped that you're here, but I tend to tear up. Okay. Just a warning. Um, but God sovereignly chose to weave our lives together to get this church started. We didn't know that when we met, you know, 32 years ago. We, we didn't realize that this would be the outcome. But this is what he does. We teamed up. We served in Diamond Bar for many, many years. Uh, and it became apparent 
that the most effective way to move the mission forward uh, in Church in the Valley was to start a campus here, which today we're celebrating you becoming a church. So just to explain ourselves, uh, as a church, we were spread out when we were all together. We were spread out along a 60-mile span uh, along the 60 freeway. And you can see um, that we were, we were from L.A. to Riverside. And you can see the clump in the Diamond Bar area. You can see a clump of folks. I don't know if clump's the right word, but you can see, you can see there how the, the, everything came together. And it, it just didn't make sense for the people we were trying to reach in this area to drive to Diamond Bar to go to church. I mean, that was a real barrier. We, we would have, we began realizing the impact of all of that on our mission and the ability to reach people and include them in the church body. And we started having meetings. We, we designed share teams to meet people, to gather together and share Christ with folks here. But when we'd have meetings to talk about the teams that we were forming, I, I kept getting asked by folks in Alhammer, so how how do we bring people to, to Diamond Bar? I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It, it, who knows? And that question kept getting asked. And I would kept saying, well, we'll just pray. We'll pray and we'll. And anyway, our centerpiece as a church is is to keep reaching more and more people for Christ. That's that's what we church life revolves around. And so it began to make sense to start something out here so that friends and family and neighbors who are in this area could more easily connect with us. And so that's a little bit of history our centerpiece, as I said, is uh, helping people who don't yet know Christ come to know him. That's what we arrange church life around. Colossians uh, 1.28.29 says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all the energy that he powerfully works within me. So this is... Our focus to proclaim Jesus Christ and the, the amazing changes he makes in the life of those who choose to follow him and then to grow. So the two main purposes of the church are found in this passage to help one another come to know Christ and then to encourage each other to grow in him. So to know and grow in him, you know, a centerpiece you don't eat the centerpiece, you know, if you're at a banquet, you don't eat it. It's, you know, usually a candle or something that wouldn't taste very good. But what you do is you arrange the table around it. And that's what we have done in Church in the Valley. We have aimed to arrange the church life around that centerpiece of helping it make sense to people who don't yet follow Christ to choose to follow him. So since we determined to make proclaiming Jesus 
our centerpiece, we're compelled to launch the Alhambra campus. And I, I'd like to say the crew that has planted this campus has always had their hearts set on reaching people. There's been a kingdom men mentality, uh, a kingdom first mentality. Jesus said in Matthew 6:33, but seek first his kingdom and uh, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And so uh, God leaves us here on the earth to work together once we come to Christ. Uh, there are some things about just checking out and going to heaven that would be great. But he leaves us here to work together to keep helping more and more people come to know him. That's, that's our purpose in life. And I, I really miss all the folks who are here that were in Diamond Bar week by week. I, I am not really a change person. I miss seeing all of you guys that, that were there. I, I had a friend, though, uh, and he said, you know what? Uh, I'd really like to hang out with you, Randy, all the time, but that's what heaven's for. And I thought, well, okay. You know, I like hanging out. <laughs> but earth is not about hanging out in our own little holy huddle. It's about doing the work Jesus has given us to do. The Apostle Paul says in Acts 20, 24, But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. A highlight of my 32 years of pastoral ministry has been teaming with you all. It's been a real joy. And I don't like change. But change is what it takes to move the kingdom forward. It's a real joy to watch as the Lord gathers more and more people here in Alhambra. It's fun to to see faces of folks that I don't know. I mean, I think we've definitely more than doubled the the core group that started out here. Um, and so it's it's a real joy to see what God is doing. And he continually and continues to sovereignly connect people together in this church for a very specific purpose, to do the work that he's given us to do, to keep telling others about the wonderful grace of God that we experience in Jesus Christ. So I commend your courage and your commitment to do the work that, you know, when some... A friend of mine says, when God works, his people get blisters. And I commend the work that you've done. All the flexibility, that, that's, that represents a lot of work. 
<laughs> when you show up and you're like, oh, okay, we got to do something different. Happened this morning. Um, but because of your work, because of your labor, we now have two churches where there was one. The kingdom of God is expanding. And that's what it does. It starts as a very small seed. And it grows and flourishes over time. So I'm looking forward to seeing what God does through uh, Church in Valley Alhambra. And I commend you and congratulate you and applaud you on being a standalone church. Um, the seeds that are being planted now in you, they will multiply, they will flourish and God can be trusted to meet every need that you have as you walk forward. So I encourage you to walk in faith and to keep doing the work that God's given us to do. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thanks, Randy. Um, this morning, uh, like I said, you know, becoming our own church is, it's, it's, it's a graduation day. <clears throat> and, uh, what I want to do now is just talk, just talk a little bit about where we're headed from here. And in, in many ways, it's going to be continuing what we've been doing, but I'm going to flesh that out a little bit. And, uh, just very grateful for everyone that's invested in us. Randy, thank you so much for the investment that you've made in me personally. I've only... You've only been my pastor for about 24 years, <laughs> something like that. It might have been 26. You know, I, I, I'm getting old. I'm starting to lose track of time. But uh, it's been a long time. In fact, <clears throat> you know, as I was also, as I was thinking about today, I thought of, you know, in 1994, I had the distinct privilege to come to get connected, to connect to both Church in the Valley and the USC ministry in the same week. Uh, I moved from Las Vegas. My company had me out there and uh, started rooming with my cousin. And just within that one week, I connected with both of those ministries. And I had no idea. I had no idea how God was going to use those ministries in my life. And I have been, I stand in front of you, someone who's been greatly helped. And if you knew me 26 years ago, you go, yes, he has. Um, I've been greatly helped. And I, uh, the help that God gave me was really along a relational path. It was along, I was along a relational path as I began to get more and more connected to those ministries and to the people in them. It began to make a real difference. And it was in the context of those relationships that I began to be exposed to God's word on a very pragmatic level. You know, I'd always thought, ah, a guy ought to read the Bible. But you know what? Uh, my Bible uh, actually looked pretty good. <laughs> it hadn't been open very much. But but I began to get exposed to what the Word of God really said and how just incredible practical it is. And I began to see ways that I actually could really put it into practice and why it made a difference. And as I began to seek to know God myself through the Scriptures and really put into practice those things I'd learning, my life began to really change. Um, in fact, I'll never be the same. And for many of us in this room, many of us have a very similar story. Um, in fact, I've been a part of many people's story in this room and I've seen, I've seen folks just connect relationally, get connected relationally and just get exposed to God's word and I've seen their lives change. 
And really, that's a picture of what we want our church to be as we go into the future. I'm sure every church wants this, but that's what we want. Is we want as we go into the future that there would be people's lives that are changed. And that's really what our our purpose is. And that just kind of sums up a lot of the, the verses and the things that Randy was just sharing with us. And we want to be a we want to be a church that creates that relational path uh, for other people that they can really enter in, connect with us, and get the help that we've gotten. And so, as we go forward, as we groups will groups in our group life will continue to be the central and uh, just the the center of our approach as we go into as we go into ministries. We really want people and folks, all of us, to really just get connected to each other relationally in groups. In fact. Because the purpose of our church is change lives. There's really two, there's two ingredients that we know God uses to change people's lives. One is just connection to each other in deep relationships and then personal encounters with God's word. Just deep connections and relationship with others and then personal encounters with God's word are major components of change. So we want, as we move into the future, we really want our congregation and our, in our, in our group life, we really want it to be a, place where folks can deeply connect to each other over the year. And we want a place where folks are encountering God's word and being challenged to put it into practice in their daily life as they walk in the grace of God themselves. That's what we want to, that's what we want to be doing. And so as we do that, we want, we want all of us here to just from where we're at to be more and more engaged in the ministry of the church, just be growing in engagement in what we're doing. In fact, if you look at, I want to look at uh, what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4. Paul said this, he says, He gave some as apostles, some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the works of service, to the building up of the body of Christ. What Paul does is he paints, he paints a picture of the purpose of the church being accomplished by the members of the church who are engaged in the ministry and really involving themselves in the lives of other people and helping to build up the body of Christ. And so as we move into the future, our hope is that, like I said, each one of us just begins just to grow, grow more and more in our, in our engagement in the ministry and from where you're at. And so you, when you, when you engage from where you're at, you begin to grow. And as you grow, you begin to be able to engage at a higher level. And then as you begin to do that, you begin to, you begin to see that you actually are helping make a real difference in other people's lives. And you begin to impact the world around you. And so that's what we really, we really want to, as we go in the future, learn and, uh, structure more and more where that is more and more the way that we rock and roll. And so what, you know, what does it, what does it look like to be engaged? Um, it's really, it's, it's five things. I'm just going to very lightly touch on these real quick, but just it's connecting to one another. Like I said, with the group, with group life, it's connecting relationally with one another. It's, it's serving, it's finding your place to really pull alongside and serve and uh, be a part of the team here. And then also it's it's giving and it's investing and inviting in the lives of other people. So uh, connecting, it's, you know, finding a place to where you really connect relationally, uh, get connected to a group. That's that's a big part of engaging with what we're doing here. And then also just it's serving. It's <clears throat> working as part of the team, maybe maybe on the Sunday service teams here. It could be in our group lives, just in the lives of other people. Just finding ways to really meet the needs of other people. And what we want to do as we move into the future is, is to more and more try to get people in the right seats on the bus. Like, just really understand people's giftedness. God is creatively and, and He has, uh, uniquely created each one of us. 
to be who we are and with the giftings that we have and to get people and folks on the right seat on the bus so that we have that synergy as we move forward. And, you know, we, we have servants serving. We have leaders leading. Uh, we have people who are caring, caring for people. Uh, people who are creative, like I'm not, um, actually helping, you know, design things and figure out way, different ways we can do things. And then giving, you know, finding just each of us giving our time and our money and our resources as, as we are currently doing, just, just really to make the mission go forward and then investing and inviting. One thing just really keep in mind is that God has strategically pay, placed each one of us exactly where we're at, right where we work, right where we live, uh, right in all the relational circles that we're in. God has really placed us there and he really, he's sending us into that world it's to really, uh, to really use, so that we can really use in people's lives and he can really connect to them through us. And so as you're inviting, you know, inviting people, it's like inviting people into your life, inviting people into relationships with other believers, inviting people into a relationship with Jesus Christ and inviting people to be connected to us, inviting them into the church and helping them get connected to us. And then just investing in other people, helping other people with the way that you've been helped. And, you know, uh, it's easy to think, well, I don't really have a lot to offer. Well, you know, there's something that you've learned that you can pass on. You just have to be one step ahead of someone to be able to be able to help them take a step. And so finding ways where you could invest your time and your interest in someone else and help them make some steps. And that's really what engagement looks like is it's it's walking with God and, and just engaging with what he's doing in the world. And we do that together now at work. Uh, recently, uh, as I, as, as I close <clears throat> at work, I, there's a big, there's a large multifaceted project that, uh, that I've recently been assigned to trying to help make it move. And there's i I'd like to show this image on the screen. You guys go to that right now. This project kind of looks like this. This is, this is an illustration that I, I got from Will Mancini, uh, but this is, it's like, there's like a circle ring and there's ropes tied to it. And each of those ropes are being pulled different ways. That ring's not moving because everything is pulling apart from each other. And when, at this project at work, there's, you know, there's this real estate effort that's huge and those guys are trying hard and they, several other features, people are really trying to get these things done. And then there's utilities and people are trying really hard. The problem is they haven't been talking to each other for a long time and they're all trying really hard and they're pulling against each other. And so what I'm going to be trying to do over the next uh, uh, week, if my boss had his way, but probably two months, uh, is try to do something more like this. Is get everyone pulling the same direction. And so, you know, there's a ring and the ropes. As you begin to start pulling the same direction, you get into alignment. And you actually, that ring begins to move. And that's our hope of that project is that we actually start building it. and But the same thing, it made me think of this. You know, as we move into the future, as our church moves into the future, we're going to be working to align our organization and the way we do things to where we're all pulling the same direction to move the mission forward. That's really what we want to be doing. And we're going to be trying things. Uh, we're going to be evaluating. We're going to be deciding what works. There's going to be things going on. But we're going to be working in the future to try to align things up to where we are pulling the way we were just talking about and really help change people's lives, that God would really use us to change people's lives. So today as I as I wrap up, uh, I just want to say this, and that is today 
we're very grateful for the past. Today, we're truly enjoying this moment. And today, we're excited about the adventure that God set before us. And so we're going we're gonna to step into it together. And uh, I want to be a part of that. So with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray the band. If you guys could go ahead and come back up. Uh, if you uh, were thinking, I wish I had more time to fill out that connection card, now's a good time to do that. Uh, and then I'm going I'm to pray for us. And then don't forget to join us after service for refreshments uh, like two doors down. Father, God, I'm just so, we'll stand before you this morning just grateful. Grateful for the investment in us. Grateful for what you've done in us. The, for the accomplishments. God, for the progress that we've made. As a church, God, and as we stand here at graduation, I pray that you would really, um, I pray that you would, uh, as we walk in faith into the future, that you would uh, enlarge our steps under us and that we would not stumble and that we would work together and really accomplish what you have in front of us. In Jesus' name, amen.